everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. He is the host of the international television broadcast, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, airing seven days a week in over 100 million homes within the U.S. and approximately 200 nations worldwide. In addition to hosting mass evangelistic crusades around the world, my next guest not only leads a congregation, Lion of Judah World Outreach Center in Toledo, Ohio, but is also a best-selling author of multiple books, Awakening to Messiah, Self-Deliverance, Do Not Be Afraid, and his latest must-read, The Book of Revelation, Decoded, Understanding the End Times Through the Eyes of the Hebrew Prophets. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony a wonderful honor indeed. Messianic Rabbi K.A. Schneider. Rabbi Schneider, welcome to Testimony. God bless you, Jensen, and thank you for having me on today as a guest. Well, it's great to have you. Rabbi Schneider, before we begin in our brief time here today, can you just share with our listeners how you came to faith in Jesus, your Messiah, and then let's segue into your latest I would say, crucial read, the book of Revelation decoded. Rabbi Schneider, please tell us that story. I'd be happy to. Well, I am Jewish, as some of our uh, listeners may know. I was born Jewish and raised Jewish in Bar Mitzvah in a conservative synagogue at 13 years old. All my friends were Jewish growing up, and I lived in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood. And frankly, I never thought about Jesus at all growing up. I mean, Jesus, to me, was just not part of my world. He really was, you know, as far from me as the man on Mars. It just was not part of my universe. I never had read the New Testament. No one had ever witnessed to me. But what happened was, I was 20 years old in 1978. I was going through a very difficult period in my life. I was searching for answers. I felt lost and afraid. I was in the middle of reading a book on the New Age. And one night in 1978, a summer night in August, the Lord supernaturally, Jensen, awoke me from my sleep into what I would describe as a state of conscious awareness. And then Jesus appeared to me in a vision. It was in color. Jesus appeared on the cross. There were people from the distance looking at him as he was on the cross, just like I read about later, by the way, in the New Testament, that they looked at him from the distance. And then a ray of red light from straight to the sky, from straight above him, came down on Jesus' head. And as an American, Jensen, I knew enough to know at least that the person on the cross was Jesus. And so when that ray of red light from straight through the sky, I knew that the symbolism meant the light was coming from God, beamed down on Jesus' head, I knew that God was showing me the way to him. And so, as I indicated, I was struggling, I was lost, I was looking for purpose and identity. But when that happened, I knew that I'd found the way. I knew that I'd found an answer. And I got out of my bed, I was so excited, started telling everybody about it. Eventually somebody said to me, you know, you need to go get a New Testament. And I got a New Testament, uh, started reading the New Testament, realized it contradicted the New Age books that I was reading, so I threw away the New Age books, and praise God, by the grace of God, continued on with Jesus to this day, almost 40 years later. Amen and amen. Praise God. So let's get right into your latest must-read, the book of Revelation Decoded. First question. 
What are some of the most common misconceptions that Christians have about the book of Revelation? Well, I think probably number one is people feel they need to be a Bible expert or a scholar to understand it. And uh, many have tried to read the book of Revelation and got really discouraged, confused, afraid. They didn't understand how it interpreted it. You know, the language in it is, you know, can be fearful, uh, you know, all the plagues falling upon the world. And so what I want to do is I want to help people, even if they're a brand new believer, understand the major themes of the book of Revelation, and then also to show how what Jesus speaks of in the book of Revelation connects to what the Hebrew prophets told us in the Old Testament. They really fit together like a hand in a glove. Many times people think that when it comes to the end times, the return of the Lord, the tribulation, the rise of the Antichrist, that these themes are only talked about in the book of Revelation. Well, the book of Revelation is 22 chapters, but there's about 150 chapters in the entire Bible that deal with the last days and these themes that I mentioned. So I try to synchronize all that so people's faith can really be rooted and grow deep. And you've done that, and beautifully so. So, Rabbi, how does the Old Testament help us better understand Revelation? For those Gentiles out there listening who may be New Testament only and find that the Old Testament is somewhat, quote, irrelevant for today. Well, you know, when the, when Jesus' disciples asked him about the end times in the book of uh, uh, Matthew chapter 24 and 23, Jesus' disciples said, tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And you know what Jesus did? He quoted from the book of Daniel, and he said, as Daniel said. And so Jesus was affirming that the prophecies that Daniel gave us about the end of the age and the Lord's return surely are, are the revelation that's needed to understand the signs of the times and the things associated with the spiritual climates running the world at his return. For example, Daniel in uh, chapter number 8, verse 22 through 25, said this, In the latter period of their rule, this is the key phrase right now, I'm going to speak it, when the transgressors have run their course, a king will arise, insolent and skilled with intrigue. His power will be mighty, but not by his own power, and he will destroy, destroy to an extraordinary degree. So when is this Antichrist figure going to arise? According to Daniel, it's when the transgressors have run their course. In other words, when people that are practicing sin and the power of sin has reached its climax. Now consider what Jesus said in Revelation 22:11. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and the one who is filthy still be filthy. Which is really a strange statement, because you'd think that the Lord would say, repent. But why does he say, let the one who does wrong still do wrong? Because in order for Jesus to return, the Antichrist has to arise. Paul speaks about that. He says, let no one in any way deceive you, for it will not come until the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed. And the apostasy and the Antichrist can't arise until the culture has run its course in terms of its sinfulness. Sin has to reach such a climax that mankind becomes so depraved of having a moral compass that an environment could be created where the Antichrist figure could arise. Does that make sense? Yes, and that seems to be exactly where we are today. So next couple of questions for you, Rabbi. What will the Antichrist look like? And in your view, is he among us today? Wow, that's a, that's a pretty precise question. 
Well, I think the best way that I can answer that, Jensen, is to point back to recent historical figures that I think had a type of antichrist spirit on them. You know, we find in Scripture that there's going to be this person that is the embodiment of the Antichrist in the book of Revelation. But we also read that John tells us in one of his letters that there are already many Antichrists. So there are already people today that are operating under the Antichrist spirit, which simply means a spirit that is against or the opposite of Christ. But at, uh, in the book of Revelation, there's going to be a person that we know that's going to arise. It's going to be the embodiment, the full, the full manifestation of the Antichrist spirit. So if we look back, for example, at Adolf Hitler, you know, this was not that long ago. He was alive in some of our parents' lifetime. And, uh, you know, how did he rise to power? He rose to power because Germany was so desperate. They had lost World War I. Their ego was deflated. They, uh, they felt like losers after losing the war. They were looking for a national pride again. They were looking for a national identity. And also, they were bankrupt uh, financially because of all the war reparations from their loss of World War One. So it was in this environment of desperation where they were looking to have their national pride restored, as well as their financial problems, that somebody like Adolf Hitler, this tremendously charismatic orator, was able to ascend to power. So I think desperation will give opportunity as well for the Antichrist to arise. I was watching a show just this past week, a television show called The Explorer, and uh, this particular birth was inside North Korea. And what happened was this surgeon uh, was given permission to go into North Korea to perform uh, surgery on people that were blind from cataracts. And the surgeon brought with him incognito a journalist from the United States who filmed everything. And what happened was... Every time the surgeon took off the, uh, the bandages after having performed surgery a few days later, and the people now were able to see, the first thing these North Koreans did was they fell to their knees and started giving praise to Kim Jong-un, and then they went over to the wall where his picture or image was and bowed down and literally said, we praise you, we praise you. That was the closest thing to what I think it's going to be like during the days of the final Antichrist. You know, the Bible says he's going to force people to, to bow down to his image. So whether he's alive right now on planet Earth, I, I don't know, but what I, what I do know is that the season is right for such a person to arise. So in our remaining moments, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Rabbi K.A. Schneider, host of the international broadcast, The Jewish Jesus, and author of The Book of Revelation Decoded. Last question, Rabbi. What does a believer need to do so they are not, quote, caught up in the great falling away that the Bible talks about? And is this why you wrote your book? Well, that's a great question. You know, in both the first and the last chapter of the book of Revelation, Jesus said the same thing. He said, blessed is he who reads, studies, and heeds the words of this book, speaking about the book of Revelation. So, this last book of our Bible was given to warn mankind and to prepare mankind for what is coming. The, the mandate is that we need to get ready now. You know, there were ten virgins. All ten of them believed that the bridegroom was, was going to return. But only five of the ten were working their faith. Only five had oil. 
the important thing is that we can't get ready when he returns. We have to get ready today and recognize that Jesus has to be the most important person and the most important thing in our life. And if we'll get serious about him today, if we'll wake up every morning, give the first part of our day to him, you know, I believe that we need to be starting our day, everybody giving that first half hour, however long you can do it, to the Lord. I mean, I'm not trying to be legalistic about it, but I mean, this is what it's going to take to survive. People are going to need to have been rooted in the Lord because they've been living for years in devotion to him. So that is uh, what people need to do. I mean, it's really a heart issue. Do we, make, do, we, do we make time for the Lord? Do we give Him our affection? Have we surrendered our finances to Him? Are we spending time in His presence? Or are we feasting on the things of the world? Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to internationally acclaimed television host, evangelist, and author, his program, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, airing in over 100 million homes and in 200 nations, and his latest must-read, The Book of Revelation Decoded, Messianic Rabbi K.A. Schneider. You can learn more about Rabbi Schneider's work, ministry, and mission by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com and revelationdecodedbook.com. You will be blessed you did. Rabbi Schneider, thank you for taking the time to pour into all of us the life-saving, healing, and delivering power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And through your latest crucial read, The Book of Revelation Decoded, a warning and a blessing for all who will read and heed what is to come, a glorious Savior for His Bride, Jesus, our Messiah. We thank you. God bless you. And Shalom. Shalom. And thank you, my sister. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.